Hey friend, I'm Mike McCurry and this is Bible Tract Echoes. I want to take a moment and say to the thousands, literally thousands, if not tens of thousands of people that will listen to this specific broadcast, thank you. Can't tell you what it means to me. For me to sit here talking to this camera, talking to this microphone, and then to know that there are so many people and to hear from people who are helped by this program It warms my heart sincerely. Today, I know what's going to be spoken about on this program will be a help to you because our founder, Dr. Paul Levine, the founder of the Ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated, will be speaking. Now, you realize he passed away in 1996, but to God be the glory through the marvel of cassette tapes. Remember those things? We have dozens, if not hundreds, of his messages archived, and every once in a while, we will share one right here on the radio broadcast. I'm looking forward to what God has for you today. Let me chum the waters by asking this question. Are you looking for a quitting place? Are you looking for, I'm not talking about a rest area. I'm not talking about a place for a siesta. I'm not talking about a place to pillow your head for a little while and to maybe just cry yourself to sleep and say, it's been hard, it's been difficult, but I'm going to wake up, I'm going to pull my boots on, and we're going to charge again tomorrow. No, no, I'm asking, are you looking for a spot to pack it in, be done, a place to quit? Well, Dr. Paul is going to talk all about that today, and he's going to give you a charge that my prayer, my hope is that it lights a fire in you, a spiritual fire. I can tell by talking to some folks, as I'm in dozens of churches every year, there are people that are hurting. There are people that are bruised, that are burnt out. I know, I know it's difficult. May I tell you, we serve a good God, though. And let me encourage you, do not quit. I don't know what you're going through, but maybe, well, I know, I can say for certainty, the Holy Spirit does. God does. He was tempted in all points like as we are. Friend, don't quit. Listen now as Dr. Paul gives us a charge. Don't tune out because you know it might be what you need today. Listen now. And uh, then God's looking for young folks who won't quit when the going gets a little hard. Think of Billy Runstrom back here. Dedicated his life to the Lord when I was preaching in his town, when he was 16 and I was 26. Then he goes away in World War II, and then he's dragging a, a landmine out there over somewhere, wasn't it, in France, Billy? It was it in France? And uh, the thing exploded, blew one eye out and blinded the other one. And for 30-some years, Billy Renstrom was blind. He's almost blind now, but he was, he was practically totally blind then. And did he quit? No, he didn't quit. He... Um, he sang and sang and sang and sang and sang and God took his talent and God took his voice and used it all these years. So, so Billy didn't quit. That's the kind God's looking for. I think of Ron Rice, stepbrother of uh, Dr. Bill back here. I don't know how many things were wrong with him when he was born. Just about everything was wrong with him, including the fact he couldn't hear and he couldn't speak and a cleft palate and I don't know how many other things. But um, he finally got to this place and found somebody that loved him and was adopted by the family and he gave his life to God and today Ron Rice is one of the greatest preachers in the world to deaf people and he's got he had a whole lot more wrong with him than any of you have right now and if God can use him God can use you see 
God is looking for those young men who will say, and young women who will say, I'll give my life fully to God, and I'll keep myself clean, and I'll stick with it even though the going gets hard. I really mean business. Okay, so God chooses his men. God selects them. God going to select you today? It's up to you. It's up to you. There's a call out for volunteers through whom God will show his power. Will you be one? You got the stuff in you? Hey, young man, where you got any ambition? You're going to just sit around all day for the rest of your life, get a job, buy a car, watch television, eat and sleep and, and get married? That's all you have. Is that all you have for a future? Don't you have something more than that bowling within you? Don't you say, man, wouldn't I love to preach the gospel or be the head man of a camp or be a missionary somewhere, do something for God? Well, God's in the selecting business this morning. His eyes are on this place, and he's waiting for you to say yes. And then after he selects them, and he schools them, he puts you through the test, see if you really mean business. Most of you know this story, but i just tell it just in a few words. Dr. and Mrs. Rice, who founded this camp, Dr. Rice is buried up on the hill, as you perhaps know. And uh, so, uh, when, uh, when they were in Chicago going to Bible school, their little baby got sick. And uh, they found out that the little baby had spinal meningitis, and the doctors told them the baby would never hear nor never be able to speak. Now, can you imagine, if you are a parent here tonight, some of you older today, you older ones, can you imagine what it would be for a doctor to tell you that about your little girl? Well, imagine that. That would be enough to cause some folks to throw up their hands and say, I'm all through, God's forsaken me, God's dead. Man alive, here we are preparing to serve God. And what does God do? God lets our little baby get spinal meningitis and now she's deaf and she can't hear and God's no good and I'm, I'm going to quit. No, sir, they didn't quit. And through what looked like a tragedy in that home, God raised up the Bill Rice Ranch through the deafness of that little girl and you're here today and multiply thousands have been here today uh, not today, but down through the years, and been blessed and been saved because Dr. Bill and his wife didn't quit. They didn't give up. They didn't quit. They didn't quit. God will test you. Now, one more thing. After God selects you and schools you, then he'll send you. Where do you suppose God wants you to serve him? Maybe on a foreign field somewhere like Brother Ron was preaching. Moses had to go to Egypt. Joseph went to Egypt. Jonah went to Nineveh. Dr. Bill went to Tennessee. Um, David Livingston went to Africa. Uh, Jack Hiles went to Hammond. David Brainerd went to the Indian. John, uh, Bob Jones finally wound up Greenville, South Carolina. D.L. Moody went to Chicago. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to serve him? Say, I don't know. You'll know when the time comes. You don't need to know that now. What you need to know now is yield your life to God and say, Lord, here I am. I want you to show your power through me for your glory. Not so that you can be rich. Not so that you can be famous. Not so that you can be popular and known all over the world. No. But God will show his life, his power through you if you just give him your life. Will you do it today? Oh, I hope you'll do it. I hope you'll do it. This can be the greatest day of your life outside the day of your salvation. Remember, you are specific. You are special. You're somebody. God has you picked out for a certain task, young man. And he's got a certain girl picked out to help you in that task. So now what you've got to do is say, Lord, I'm giving you my life, and I'll wait for your time to find that girl and get married. That doesn't mean you're gonna, when you dedicate your life today, you're going to get married tomorrow. It might mean you might get married several years from now. 
Girls, what does it mean to you? It means, Lord, I'm going to give my life to you, and I'm going to trust you to work it out so that I get married to the right man. Lord, have mercy on you. You get the wrong one. You get one that'll beat up on you, make life miserable for you. That happens so often. And Lord, have mercy on you, man. If you marry a woman who will fight you and oppose you every step of the way and cause trouble everywhere you go, say, God has a right wife for the right man, for the right task, and he's just waiting on you to say yes. That's all. He's waiting on you to say yes. Last night I forgot an illustration I wanted to use, so I'll use it right now. Remember we were talking last night about having your face set like a flint and having your face set towards Jerusalem like the Lord Jesus, having your face set straight ahead to do the will of God. There's a fellow by the name of Tom Wiley and a man in the camp out in, in Colorado, and he graduated from Bible school, and I was in meetings in North Iowa, and he came through to stay for a few days, and, and, at, and uh, he was on his way east. So he stopped to visit with us a couple, three days, and one day I said, Tom, where are you going? He says, I'm going to Pakistan. Pakistan is over there next to India, over in Asia. I said, you going to Pakistan? He said, yes. So I started to kid him a little bit. And I said, uh, you married? He's a tall, handsome guy, just like the kind you gals dream about, see? All right. So um, I said, you married? He's a fellow by, I would say, by 24. You married? No. Engaged? No. Got a girl? No. Got anybody in mind? No. Then that's not 24 years old. No spring chicken anymore. And uh, I said, no, I was just kidding him. Uh, you, you kid people you, you like, and, and preachers kid a lot. So I was just kidding him, but boy, I like what he said. I said, Tom, look, you're going to Pakistan. There aren't any girls in Pakistan for you to marry. You can't marry her. You're not going to go over there and marry one of them. I said, don't you think that before you go to Pakistan, you ought to at least have a girl, maybe get engaged, maybe even get married before you go to Pakistan? I said, don't you think you ought to get married or you have a girl, get engaged before you go over there? You know what his answer was? I'm going to Pakistan. That was his answer. See? He had his eye on the goal. He had his hand on the plow. He had his face set like flint. There was Jerusalem ahead. His, uh, he was going past Jerusalem. He's going past Judea. He's going past Samaria. He's going past the largest the, the, the parts of the earth. And I can just see him. I am going to Pakistan. Boy, he didn't let any of his family keep him from it. He didn't let any of his foes keep him from it. He didn't let any of his well-meaning or bad-meaning friends keep him from it. Get out of my way. I'm going to Pakistan. If you don't get out of my way, I'll run over you. You better get out of my way. I'm going to Pakistan. That's the spirit, young people. That's what God's looking for. And by the way, he hadn't been in Pakistan a month. And I got a letter from him, and he said, Dear Paul, and then he printed it across the top of his letter, I found her. <laughs> See, God had a specific place for him, Pakistan. God had a specific job for him in the mission field. God had a specific wife. Where did he find her? In Pakistan where there ain't no girls. <laughs> you got to leave the details to God. God is in the selecting business. He'll select you if you will say yes. Let's bow in prayer. As we conclude Dr. Paul's con contribution to this week of broadcast, let me ask you this, friend. What is keeping you from living for God? 
What is it? Maybe it's something Dr. Paul mentioned in his portion of the broadcast. Maybe it's something that the Holy Spirit is convicting you about. Maybe just maybe in the deepest, darkest recesses of your heart, you're saying, I can't let this go. Friend, please live for God. God's eye is on you. Please know that he wants to use you. Don't look for a quitting place. Just know that God has his eye on you, friend. Thank you so very much for listening to this week of broadcast thus far. Tomorrow and Friday, got a little something different for you. I'm looking forward to sharing something with you. We only do about once a quarter or so. I'm going to ask you to tune in. It'll be a little different, and we will, I promise, get back to the book of Mark and our study there in the very near future. We had a wonderful time. Thank you so much for your listenership. My prayer, as always, is simply this, that you have a great day, but have a great day for his glory. Now, I'm looking forward to speaking to you tomorrow and Friday right here on Bible Tract Echoes. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.